When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. So we were talking about scheduling last segment mm-hmm. with the kick time for the Texas-Alabama game. And, and by the released. way, this is the scheduling time of year to talk about scheduling. NFL schedule last week is the time of year to talk about scheduling, right? Yes, and real quick on the Specs text line, Bebo Lance Jason was asking about if Texas is playing on Black Friday or not. They are. The Texas Tech game will be on Black Friday. It is. That's um, already been announced, yes. Mo- probably, most likely, look for that to be in a, an 11 a.m. Fox kickoff. That's typically where that Black Friday game slots mm-hmm. in. Although, some years, was it maybe last year was an ABC game? Yeah, it's been ABC, but the key yeah. word there, like you're talking about, is the 11 a.m. Yeah, it'll, it'll, be, uh-huh. it'll be in that, t- in that window. Uh, but one thing I did want to talk about before all this got dropped on us this morning, uh, I wanted to talk about SEC scheduling because mm-hmm. something that – Everybody that's a Texas fan will need to be cognizant of here coming up probably within the next two weeks and May 30th, start of the SEC meetings in Destin. It's where the SEC holds their, their yeah. spring meetings. And it's expected that they're going to settle on a future scheduling model for football at those meetings. Now, there's two models. If you get the horns 24-7, uh, we, we lay this out basically. And I, I won't go through all the, the nuances here. But basically what the SEC is looking at are two different scheduling models. One would be kind of that divisionless format that people are going to, mm-hmm. nine conference games with three permanent opponents, that 3-6 model. Or it's a divisionless eight conference game model where you've got one permanent opponent, so the 1-7 model. Okay. Now my take has been from the whole time, well, if you're not going to nine conference games expanding to 16 teams, then, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though, and I heard this from a pretty reliable source. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody in terms of the SEC membership, the 16 members, the 14 current and two future, I don't know that anybody is dead set on eight or against eight, but those that f- seem to lean towards eight like it because it's that even split of for your conference schedule, you know you're going to have four home games, four road games. Would it okay. surprise you, Craig, to know that based on what this person told me, that the four schools that are very much in favor of a nine-game schedule are Texas, Oklahoma, Florida, and Georgia? Yep. Because you'd have four home, four road, and the one neutral. Your schedule's evenly set. So yep. it just depends on once everybody gets in the room, which members are going to be up in arms that, well, some years you'll have five conference home games, some years you'll have four. It's just going to be that uneven scheduling. So I, I know this. It has been made abundantly clear by one SEC coach on being opposed to the eight game and wanting the nine game. He sits in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Yeah. Nick Saban has been not down with the nine game schedule. He wants the eight. You like. Uh, he wants that game with, with the Citadel and that's, or Western Carolina. That's really, at the end of the day, what we're talking about. And, and if you look at Texas. Correct me if I'm wrong, Craig. I know the last time Texas played an FCS team, it was Sam Houston in 2006, and I believe the only reason that game was scheduled, if I'm remembering right. Here it comes. 2006 was the first year that the NCAA said, okay, 
everybody's playing 12 games because it used to be if you played in Hawaii or you played in one of those designated classic games, then you could get to 12. Some years you might even play 13 regular season games. That's right. Ask BYU. But then you would, once that 2006 season started, everybody's playing 12 regular season games. That's that is the largest measure of the reason you are correct. There's one other supplementary thing. Okay. Enlighten me, please. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong. It was one of two schools. I'm going to say it's this one specific one, but it was one of two schools backed out, and that one that I think backed out was Minnesota, coached by Tim Brewster. That could have been it. I I remember them. Why do I remember the Minnesota thing being Maryland got subbed in? For Minnesota on the schedule. Well, that was for the later ones during the Tom Herman era, right? But 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 for was 06, Minnesota on the schedule that early? Uh, I know there was at one point when he was coaching Minnesota that it, it was supposed to happen, and then it didn't. Also, that was supposed to happen at that time and did not happen was Cal mm-hmm. and uh, Utah. Utah was going to be, uh, I think, a two for one oh six oh seven oh eight. And that went away. And uh, so, you know, it was one of those that got pulled out. Okay. Plus the addition of of the 12th game by the NCAA. So there was some scrambling. There was a replacement for whoever was supposed to be which one of those three. And then, because so much had been concentrated on filling that void first, and then, oh, by the way, they only had a few weeks to get it together once the NCAA said, okay, you got 12. Sam Houston stepped in. And then a few years later, it was, okay, now we don't have 12 teams in the Big 12 anymore, so now we got yeah, yeah, yeah. to rearrange everything yeah, yeah, yeah. else. So it was, it was, I think it was a combination of those things at the time, but you are exactly correct in that Sam Houston was the late add-on once the NCAA cleared it. For the, that was 2006. So that's been 17 years, it'll be this fall, since Texas has played an FCS opponent. And Mac hated playing that game. Yeah. Did not want to play Didn't want to play it. I think it was fifty-six nothing, but it, it did did not want to play the game. It didn't just yeah. I remember his his Monday news conference. His thoughts on the game was something along the lines of basically, and it was his way of saying, "Just get there, get it over with, and move on." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just be done. Absolutely. With it. So I don't really want to see Texas play. I mean, does anybody listen? Do you do you really want to see Texas play Prairie View? Or and no disrespect to Prairie View, or uh, I, I get confused now with everybody transitioning. Who's in the FCS? Who's actually? Well, I could name you some in in Stephen FBS at Boston in, in the state of Texas. Um, uh, Incarnate Word. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with all due respect it, to everybody yeah. down at UIW, does anybody really want to see that game? Do you want to see Southeastern Louisiana come in? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's, Nichols or uh, no? Yeah, that, that, that's you know, so. The only people that are happy about this are the Southland Conference because they might get another pay game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and by the way, uh, you know, you don't want to wade too far into that pool and wind up scheduling, say, a North Dakota State. I'm looking at UK State. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, App State. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they're D1. Yeah. They're in the Sun Belt. But, I mean, North Dakota State. Remember, play K State a few years yeah, ago and beat them. Yeah, Iowa State always plays that game against Northern Iowa. And I'm yeah. like, why? Why would you do that? That's an in-state political thing. That happens. That doesn't shock me. That's that's what that is. That's that whole deal is an in-state political thing. 
Iowa year in and year out has the Iowa State, excuse me, year in and year out has the most underrated non-conference schedule in terms of how hard it is in the country. Because mm-hmm. you're going to play that game. That's a no-win situation for you playing Northern Iowa, mm-hmm. and that's a really good FCS team. I have, I've had people up in Ames tell me they don't really, they almost don't have a say in it. Yeah, it, it's they're, they're, they just have to play. And then it. you're going to play that Cyhawk game against Iowa. Yep. Which yep. It's going to set the and game. And then of they play like a UNLV years. or somebody like that, and and and. If depending on if they're playing Iowa at home, we know they're always playing Iowa State at home. They're not going to play. I mean, Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa. They're not going to play Northern Iowa in the Unidome in Cedar Falls. They're not doing that. The house that Kurt Warner built. Yes. So if they're playing Iowa at home, that's two home games, and then they'll travel like they did when they went to Vegas and, and played UNLV out there. So they'll travel for that other one. So you've got a very difficult game, whether it's at home or on the road against Iowa. You have that no-win situation with Northern Iowa. And then if you're playing that Iowa game at home, now you also have to travel on the road to play a game too. So, yes, you're right. I think I like how you put that, uh, underratedly difficult. SFA's in the whack, by the way, Craig. Did yeah, but they're that. still transitioned. So can you name all of the current, the current full members, full-fledged members of the Southland Conference? It's almost impossible. Test, test Craig's no, no, it's almost impossible to do it. Uh, if you I, get half, there's ten. If you get half of these, I'll, I think I'll I can give get, you full credit. I, I think I can get half. I think I can get half. Said my son up in class in kinesiology class for a test. There, no, I, I uh, no. Um, let's see. Okay, uh, let me start with a wild card. Houston Baptist. Yep. Or Houston, Houston Christian, Christian HCU. Okay. Yep. All right. So you got that. By the way, Texas fans, if, if, if it's an eight-game scheduling model, be prepared for one of these schools to be yep. your fourth non-conference yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. And HCU does play football. So there you go. All right. So HCU. Mm-hmm. You, you already got, named a couple. Yeah. Southeastern Louisiana. Slew. You got Nichols State. Nichols. You got McNeese State. McNeese. Uh, you have Incarnate Word. UIW. How about some? You no. got a couple old stalwarts in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I started to guess one that's not going to be correct, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, so wait a minute. We're still talking Southland. Uh, I'm still largely thinking directional Northwestern State. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's six. Uh, who else joined the Southland? Because still got one that's been. Nah, there had been a transitional. Yeah, they've been in and out of the league a lot. Yeah. Uh, see, because the other ones that I know, like like Tarleton, is whack now, right? Mm-hmm. Tarleton is whack. Um, uh, uh, UTRGV, which is establishing football, mm-hmm. is is whack. You got six of the ten, Craig. I'll give All you right. full credit. Yeah, you yeah. got Lamar, New Orleans, yes. uh, and M Commerce. See, it's because right, New, New Orleans uh, doesn't play football, and A and M Corpus. And Corpus doesn't play football, mm-hmm. so no speedo Aggies on the football field. So you don't have that. So what you have, so that removes those two. Lamar, yes, A and M played them last year, right? Didn't they play Lamar last year? I think, uh, or year before. That. I know they've played Lamar. I don't know if it was last year. Yeah, it was either last year or the year before they played Lamar. Okay, so uh, there's that, and and then what was the other one you said? Uh, there's AM Oh, Commerce, who is transitional, mm-hmm. is Commerce in in moving in that up from D two to D one status. So that's another one there. So you're right. I mean that that would be probably the one that you would be looking at because that's the one there where they would be playing paying the least amount of guarantee to because that's the one where they would just load up the bus and roll it on into Austin. 
there wouldn't be a charter flight involved. I mean, if we're if we're being real about this, yeah, uh, that, that's that's just how that that thing would have to work, and all of that would be under the eight game, eight conference game model that Jeff was just talking about, as opposed to the nine game model, where you really wouldn't have to worry. A and M played thing. Lamar in twenty nineteen. Wow, it's been that long. Yeah, pre COVID. Because COVID, it was a, it was a conference only schedule for the yep, SEC. Right. Uh, twenty twenty one. I just had this in front of me. Hang on just a sec. I'll tell you A&M. And see, I, I don't know, Aggie fans, if you want to chime in on the Specs text line, feel free. I, I can't imagine A&M fans get all that excited. Like, you're not a conference schedule for A&M in 2021. Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico, and then in between at Ole Miss and at LSU, you hosted Prairie View. Ding, 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 ding. There's your FCS because the other three were all D1. Now, they were G5, but they were still D, uh, D1. Right? Weren't they all the three that you mm-hmm. named earlier? They were yeah. just G5 schools. And then last year you had Sam Houston, who was, man, go look at that Sam Houston schedule last year because they were a transitional Transitional, yeah. Yeah, Miami. Yep. App State. Yep. And then UMass. And, and UMass is G5. Uh, so. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So there you are. That Sam was who I was thinking about when I said Lamar last year was Sam. And I do, uh, somebody did bring this up on the Specs text line, Craig. So this is a quote. Uh, apparently attributed to Nick Saban uh, on the nine-game versus eight-game. He said, mm. quote, when you increase the size of the league by 15%, you've almost got to play more games to get a true indication of who's the best team in the league. We should come up with some format in the future where every player in the league gets an opportunity to play every team in the league. We've kind of had that in the past. This format wasn't – won't this format, excuse me, this format won't necessarily give every player an opportunity to do that. That's why he's saying that. You're either all in with it or we do eight eight conference games. So one of my, Mac, my favorite Mac Brown ones, you can't be a little bit pregnant. You can't be partially pregnant. So you're either completely in on it and playing everybody in a rotation where everybody plays it. Didn't, and, and, and again, uh, our, our Aggie brethren who, who listen to this program can, can uh, provide some further illumination. But isn't it uh, – they have still never been to Athens, uh, yeah. To play a conference game, they have still not been between the hedges, and they've been they've I been think, in I'm, the I'm league sure, for yeah. eleven years now, and and have not been to Athens, Georgia. Have they even played Georgia? They play them at home. I don't think they played them at home. I don't think they played them at all. I could be wrong about that. If that's the case, set me straight. I'm pulling it up. The uh, um, internet's cooperating okay. wonderfully right now. Okay. Uh, somebody said they played, uh, somebody said they went in 2021. Okay. Thank you. Legalize it again. You know, 2019. They played in Athens. All right. Somebody said uh, legalize it. said 2021. It doesn't matter. They, they have played them finally, but mm-hmm. it, but it took almost a decade for them to get to that point. So to Nick Saban's point, and thank you, he said, or 2019. Yeah. One game in 12 years. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the thing. Because I think it, I think the deal if I, that I'm remembering was based on Texas's non-conference schedules because they had the non-conference schedule yep. with Georgia that Texas yep. would play Georgia again before A and M would play Georgia again. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, um, so th- again, rolling it back to Nick Saban's philosophy on this deal, you're either completely in and everybody plays everybody and it rotates through, or you don't. Uh, you don't even. 
you don't make a half-hearted effort. You're just going to go ahead and stick with your eight-game model. That's what I'd heard him say, too. Is you, you, it, I, what the soundbite I heard him say was, well, if you can't play everybody, you might as well just stick with the eight-game model. That's the soundbite I heard on back. But it may, And I don't know if it was in that same media session or a different one, but it was a very similar type thing. So Anybody that's, know that's why it. in 1950 Georgia and Texas A&M would have played a game in College Park, Maryland? That could be any number of reasons. It could be... And then they played in Dallas in 1953. Okay. The, the Dallas one makes sense. The college... Athens in 54. Okay. That makes sense, too. Athens in 1980. Oh. Oh. Aggie fans, you forget how bad those Tom Wilson years were. Oh, that was a 42-0 loss mm. for the Aggies. I got you. And then, how about this? The 2009, 2009 that would have been the Independence Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mike Sherman led Texas A&M against Mark Richt in Georgia. That's right. That's right. That did happen. Yeah. So, uh, as legalized, it said sad a kid can go to school for five years and not visit every stadium or even play every team. Um, toward that end, I can tell folks this, that I know that on the future, this will only affect the University of Texas one time next spring. On the future Big 12 baseball schedule, the oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. The, the the from what I understand, this is this is going to be the plan, is that the Big 12 is going to go to for baseball a 10 series format, okay, because you're going to have 13 baseball playing institutions next Ugh. year. You've got 13, okay. So they're going to play 30 conference games. I think that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. All right? 30 conference games. Uh, and you're, you're going to play 10 conference series. And, you, and so you're going to play 10 of the 12 other teams that play baseball. And then it will rotate, supposedly, so that the plan is that every Big 12 school will have played every other Big 12 school at least one time in two years. Now, that clearly won't apply to Texas and Oklahoma because right. they only have one year yep. left in the league, and and we'll see what that's like in the swan song next year for, for those two schools. But the plan is to, I think, play 10 conference series, and, uh, and then uh, out of the 13 playing baseball. So you play out of 12 conference opponents, you would play 10. And then the two you didn't play, you would play the next year. And it would rotate it around so that you got to play everybody in your league uh, at least every other year. So here's here's my question for you. And I don't know if you've heard anything on this. I, I haven't. I've, I've got some knowledge of SEC football and kind of mm-hmm. what that, at least what the discussions might look like when everybody's in the room. Have you heard anything about this upcoming season, so the 23-24 athletic year, for Big 12 basketball, and then that when Texas gets into the SEC, what SEC baseball would look like. Cam, do we have the sound effect of crickets? Because that's it okay. on basketball. <laughs> crickets, the most mysterious cloak and dagger uh, type of this conversation goes that goes on basketball, right? is basketball, okay. men's and women's. Why, you ask? It's all about television. Because the four-letter network and then the other networks or, or, or literally, literally, they go through several months of 
Uh, yeah, we like that matchup. No, 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 wait. Or can we move that matchup to a Sunday? Can we move that to 7 o'clock? Can we move it forward to 1 o'clock because we've got an overlap? This goes on for months. Months. And and so that's why conference basketball schedules don't get really nailed down. And as a result, full-on basketball schedules don't get fully nailed down until September. So we don't even know the number of conference games nope. are, that are going to be played in this one year with 14 Big 12 teams. Don't even know that. Don't even know Sounds that. lovely. Yeah. So that because the television networks... Uh, baseball has more of a plan than, than basketball because baseball doesn't have a lot of nationally televised games mm-hmm. in the Big 12. In, in the SEC, you got SEC Network and things like that. But uh, that's literally what happens. There's 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 a few months of, yeah, we want that one. We want that. No, 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 wait, wait, let's move that. That goes on. I've, I've had it explained to me that it's maddening for coaches and athletic directors I got you. To, get, to get a firm grasp on it because of what the networks are doing with it. That's why. Uh, next Longhorn Notebook, we'll talk a little NBA draft combine because there's some Longhorn-related stuff coming out of there.